Hey everyone, Tucker Dixon here with your weekly recap. Last week was Dead Musician Week, so Carl brought in R. Kelly. Now before you shoot off your spicy, I'd piss on his grave, but he'd probably like it, tweet, R. Kelly is very much alive, thus I believe Carl should be disqualified. The good news is, Vinny brought in an actual dead musician, Chuck Berry. He also had an affinity for piss play, but all of his crimes were against objects, you know, prostitutes, thus also disqualifying Vinny. But don't worry, I brought in the real creepiest dead musician, and that would be David Bowie for making the Dancing in the Streets music video. No, seriously, go look that shit up right now. That's all I got for this week. I hope you're ready for a great show, and Tucker, out. Creep off. Creep off. Creep off. Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. I have to eat, peeps. I have to eat. I need my energy. say i think that tucker would have won with david bowie with that explanation right there it really is a good pick it's a good pick better than yours was um because my, yours person is alive by the way my board's not making any sound at all no can you can you check the connection on that real quick because i want to be able to hit awesome drops like this one what a dick yeah that's right. fine great i think it was on your your side there pal. <clears throat> no i didn't change no anything. i blame you no. What are you playing bingo now to? What's going on over there? <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. I am your host. The tower of power, too sweet to be sour. The people's champion. And as always, my co-host. This guy deserves a smack upside the head. That's him. It's K -K -K Carla. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? What a weird start to a show, huh? Yeah, I'm not Jimmy Dore. That's it's, the guy who deserves a slap to his head, it, according it's, to Sir uh, John. It, it still suits you. It fits. Fair enough. It still fits. I think he would say the same thing about me. I think he'd say meaner things about me. Actually, you know what he would say about you? What's that? Exactly what he said when he responded to my invitation to be on the potential Carl and Vinny roast. Yeah. Because he responded to me. He 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 responds to my messages. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. I said, do you want to do something, record something? It could be as simple as Carl, go fuck yourself to hell. Whatever you want to say. Just give me something on tape. And yeah. his response was, I don't punch down. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just so you know, that's a true thing. All right. Well, I make more money than him at podcasting, and my videos on YouTube get more views than his. So if he uh, might want to reconsider that, we'd love to have him on the roast. Oh, I think that'd be great. Sick burn. Sick burn. I'm just saying, I, I'm not punching down. We wouldn't be punching down at this point. It's pretty obvious what's going on. I love that you reached out to him. Do you have his phone number? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> do you know where he lives? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Are we threatening him? <laughs> I know his full. I know his real name too. What, what, what's his real name? John Melendez. 
<laughs> I know, I'll put it out there. What a great uh, start to a show. Carl, last week we did Creepiest Dead Musician. Well, we did the Creepiest Singer. We did the Creepiest Singer. No, we, we did, did not. We did Creepiest Dead Musician, and here is the result. All right, what do we got here? Oh, shit. <laughs> Vinny and Chuck Berry Please. takes it. Beat your ass. It's three to two. Bullshit. Hey, Carl. Yeah, Vinny. Winhausen for the Winhausen. Yep. Fuck yeah. All right. Congratulations. I uh, I might have dropped the ball a little bit last week. I might have been out of sorts after that Bills game. Just admit that you just fucked up. Just admit it. I fucked up. Okay. Thank that, you. That Bills game threw me off. Threw off my game a bit. Yeah. yeah. So the Bills, man, the team that lost to the team that lost to the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl. That's got to feel good. That's shocking. What happened in the second half of that game? The Chiefs could not move the ball. I yeah. could, I was I was surprised. Yeah. Well, but I'm glad the Bengals won. There you go. I'm go sure you were. I'm sure you were kind of like happy about it. You were kind of like fuck Mahomes. I bet. I feel bad for Richard Christie. Other than that, I don't feel bad. All right. I don't know what that means. So, ladies and gentlemen, this week you we, don't know the Chiefs are Richard's favorite. Oh yeah. Mahomes right. is my favorite. Okay. <laughs> okay. Enough with your Stern Show references, Boomer. No Mahomo. I never heard that before. That's speaking a good one. of Stern. I just heard my buddy Mike, who listens to Howard Stern. So we played Nikki Glazer's song for Bob Saget on the Who Are These Podcasts. I listened to the whole episode yesterday well afternoon. So apparently, Nikki Glazer, uh, Howard Stern played it too, but Howard did not goof on it at all because you know they're buddies. He thought it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That's how bad Howard Stern's got. He hears that song, and his first thought isn't immediately, "What the fuck was Nikki thinking?" Nikki's a good egg, but that was not a good choice. <laughs> not even a little bit. Not even a little Have fun bit. with that podcast next week. Can I throw out a thank you to Tab for yes. uh, plugging our Patreon contest? That was we're, nice trying of them. Get, we're trying to get this roast happening. We have to get to 500 patrons by March 1st, or it's just not happening. That's it. Right. We have to get to 500. We're at 430 something. Eight. 438 as of today. So okay. we need, what, 62? 62 to go. And. I want to tell you that, yes, we want you to sign up because then we'll have the roast and the roast will be recorded and we'll put it out and people can come to it if they want to. But the real reason you should sign up is because there's great content on there. Yeah. We do the scum streams. We have the Hall of Fame episodes. Absolutely. Who are these creeps? We just did a brand new Who Are These Creeps last week where we talked all about our pal podcast hitman and yes. all of his uh, shenanigans. And we learned a lot about the case. We did, yes. Because Carl got some body cam footage from Mike, uh, what's his name, from uh, Sword and Scale. Right, Mike Boudet. That's the guy. That's the guy. So this week, let's get into the contest, shall we? The theme this week, the last time we did a state, I believe we did West Virginia. Okay. Well, today we're heading to the Commonwealth and we're just doing regular old Virginia. Oh, uh, East Virginia we're doing today. East Virginia. All home right. of the creeps. So... I guess it's time to ring that bell, Carl. Let's start this motherfucker. You won, so you're up first, Vinny. Who's the creepiest Virginian? Well, ladies and gentlemen, my story this week doesn't have to be a long, convoluted story. Thank fucking God. Thank you, God. But I do hope you brought your barf bags. Okay. Strap in, kids. I have my uh, Jackie laugh button all ready to go. <laughs> Carl, today my story is pretty sick. I was legit gagging thinking about this, so I'm going to try really hard to get through it. Okay. The first person we're going to meet today is not my creep, but if it wasn't for this man, my creep would never have been brought to justice. Okay. I can't call him a hero. This guy, Craig Knox, was my creep's roommate. 
Okay. And Craig Knox was arrested November 1st, 2016. He was charged with raping a nine-year-old boy in Pennsylvania at a furry sex party with, like, five other guys. That's how you do it. Yeah, so he moved down to Virginia to escape the cops. Kids love teddy bears. They dressed <laughs> the kid up in a fox costume and, like, just yeah. fucked every hole this child had. <laughs> I mean, that's terrible. It's Yeah, you should not laugh at that. So he moved down to Virginia. <laughs> To go live with another man that he knew through the furry sex ring. Okay. That's nice, you know, to have a roommate with common interests. Sure. My creep, Steven Taylor. Steven Taylor? Dream on! Dream until your dream comes true! They lived in a nice little house in Virginia in Henro County with yeah. Taylor's eight Rottweilers. Okay. Right? As you can imagine, being the roommate of a pedophile has got to be a bit of a problem, but if you're both pedophiles, I guess it's okay. But being the roommate of a pedophile who got caught it got your house raided. Mm. That's a whole other chestnut, kids. That's a bad roommate right that there. That is a bad... Could you imagine just sitting there trying to play Halo and the cops come in and take your Xbox because it has a fucking hard drive and you're just like, God damn it, I didn't finish my game. I can't imagine that, video. Fucking it sounds, Craig. Ter sounds terrible. You're just trying to like have a Sunday morning breakfast. The cops are just going through your roommate's underoos collection. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a couple more hard drives in the back room there, officer, if you want to go check that. No, there are He's got a pile of phones for some reason if you want to go check that. All the electronic devices in the house are taken, whether they're Knox's or Taylor's. Right, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, so uh, five days, the cops were back. <laughs> Why do you think they were back, Carl? They were back Penal for... raping children. No, Carl, no, Carl. They came back because when they looked at the hard drives that belonged to Steven Taylor... They found a total of 171 images of bestiality. That's right, Carl. <laughs> and they called it puppy love. <laughs> I, see, I see what you did there. This is not good, folks. Videos included 171 images of bestiality and videos. Also very clear images of Taylor performing oral sex on one of the dogs. Eight. That's fucked up. Blowy dogs, dude. Well, did you see that it's coming out that there was some bestiality going on at the Playboy Mansion with our buddy Hugh? Oh, really? Red rocketing a dog? Dude, I have <laughs> audio. This is a thing that everyone's into. Everyone's fucking with dogs for some reason. Dude, I have audio from one of the videos. Oh. Okay. Does that mean you saw this video? I have audio from one of the videos. Okay. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Red rocket, red rocket, red rocket, red rocket, come on, red rocket. What the fuck are you doing? This is just the tapes are disgusting, the images are disgusting. Okay. And this guy had a penchant for going down on Rottweilers. Okay, male male dogs, right? Yeah, Jeez. I think male dogs. I don't know, man. That's pretty gay. Or, yeah, it's pretty gay. <laughs> Going on the other way, too. It's all just fucking disgusting. Uh -huh. So the county attorney, Nayel Azbuki, said in court, I just don't have any words. The judge said this is disgusting. And a vet who examined one of Taylor's pets found it had an infection on its penis, glands, and rectum. Uh, the man had given the dog herpes. Oh. <laughs> now, two of the animals were put down. Why, after... that? Why was that funny? <laughs> <laughs> two of the animals were put down after cops seized them. And initially, Taylor pushed back on the allegations, and he called all of the charges lies. Okay, well, he's, and, he's just really good at Photoshop, is what he wants yeah, to tell Yeah, yeah, well, he had a good story, too. You know yeah. what his story was? 
Uh, he said the person the photograph was not him, but it was his roommate, Craig Knox. Wearing a mask to make it look like it was him. Well, Knox very quickly rolled over like a good boy and admitted <laughs> see what you did. that he knew Taylor was having sex with the dogs. And Knox was pissed. He was like, how fucking dare you tell people I fuck dogs? I fuck kids, goddammit. <laughs> right. I fuck children. You're ruining my good name over here. How dare you be smirching Check the me. registry. It says it right here. Yeah. Nine-year-old boy. <laughs> Turns out there's a text message thread uh-huh. that uh, Knox was able to produce between him and Taylor, where Taylor was like, come on, man. Come on. Try fucking one of the dogs. Come on. And he's like, no, dude, I'm not into that. And he's like, come on, man. It's fun. You'll like it. I'll hold, you know, like, he's basically, the roommate is trying to get his other pedo roommate Can I just say to this? fuck his dogs. Can I just say this, Minnie? That's a conversation you just, you need to have in person. You can't text that conversation. He can't. Yeah. Yeah, especially because it ends up being court go, going. That's that's one of those conversations where you say, hey, man, what are you doing later tonight? You got you got a few minutes to chat? So when you're looking at these two guys, you have to wonder who's the bigger creep. The guy who is blowing dogs mm-hmm. on fucking And giving them herpes. And giving them herpes. <laughs> yeah. And then trying to blame his roommate for it or the roommate who fucked one nine-year-old at a furry sex party. Now, you have to wonder who the creep is here, but... I'm going to give it to Taylor, and here's why. Okay. Because Taylor, apparently... You're in competition with yourself over there. <laughs> You're trying to figure out who the bigger creep is from just your creeps. Yes, I am. Okay. I really am, and this is how I settled it, Carl. All right, let's hear it. Taylor got Knox to fuck one of the dogs. Oh, he did? He peer pressured the guy into fucking one of the other do- one of the dogs. Okay, and how did it go for him? He didn't like it. He wasn't a he, fan? He claims it wasn't a thing, you know? Come on. Okay. You go from a nice, warm nine-year-old's butthole yep. to a fucking rottweiler. <laughs> Hey, in a, in a pinch. It wasn't a Doberman. Sometimes you might have a slump Come bust. on. He browbeat the guy enough to eventually fuck one of the dogs. Taylor entered what was called an Alfred plea to a felony charge, which keeps him from legally admitting guilt, but states that the evidence against him is sufficient for a conviction. Okay. However, he did plead guilty to misdemeanor animal cruelty. 20 months in prison. That's all, huh? That's all he got, and he's not allowed to own dogs anymore. Really? I... But that is my creep. The guy who had a furry child fucking roommate, and he convinced that guy to fuck his dogs and likes to go down on Rottweilers. Rottweilers? He had eight Rottweilers, you said? Eight Rottweilers. Interesting. Rutrow. Rutrow. <laughs> That's my creep this week. All right, my creep this week is Virginia Wolf. Oh, I'm sorry, Carl. What? My creep this week is Virginia Wolf. You know who that is? No. She is a uh, a British writer. Very well known for her writing style in the 20th century. I'm just kidding with you. So lame. I'm just fucking with you. Can you is it? Uh... I actually, because I fucked up last week, I found someone who was born in Virginia, Newport News, Virginia. He then went to school at Virginia Tech. He was at Virginia Tech. He is very, very well known. As a Virginian, in fact, I don't like this one. All of his creepiness was even done in Virginia at a place called the Bad News Kettle. The what? You brought dogs, I brought dogs. What are the chances of that? Yes, we're talking about the worst Vic any of us know, Michael Vic, who was drafted number one overall in the 2001 draft by the Atlanta Falcons, went on to make four Pro Bowl appearances, went to a NFC Championship game yeah. early in his career. Yeah. 
but he had a little side hustle going that got him in a little bit of trouble. He certainly did. Graphic details about how Michael Vick's Virginia property was the headquarters of Bad News Kennels, that dogs were raised there to fight, that Vic not only financed the operation, but took part in gambling. Why would you call it Bad News Kennels? It kind of makes it seem like they're up to no good over there, it's doesn't it? It's really not an attractive name for a dog kettle. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm sure the guy who was making the sign was like, hmm, this is odd. You sure you want three of these? All right. You just want the dogs extra depressed when they're brought here in <laughs> yeah, trucks? exactly. So it's interesting because Michael Vick had this property in a very rural area of Virginia. And during the football season, he would fly home every single week. And people were wondering, why are you flying back to your home in Virginia? Why not just stay in Atlanta? with your teammates during the season. But Vic always had to get back because, well, he's a, a dog It's a beautiful guy. state. He it's loves, a beautiful state. Well, that's where his dogs were, though. And he loves dogs. He's loved dogs all his life, Vinny. You know, I always had a passion for animals, and I always had a dog. Uh, I kept a dog wherever I can keep it. My mom would let me keep one in the house. Um, so I always snuck and had a dog hidden somewhere. Took care of it, you know, with my own money, however I could get it. But... The day I seen that dog fight, something changed. I didn't know dogs were reacting the way that they did. So what's funny about this story, because it's obviously a laugh riot, is the way that he was busted. His cousin was also uh, into drugs, and he was out at some type of nightclub. There was a drug-sniffing dog outside, sniffing up his car. Guy comes out, gets busted for drugs because of the drug-sniffing dog. And then he gives up Michael Vick. He's like, so listen, I know you found this eighth of weed. <laughs> yeah, but, but I got something. I got something for you. You, you, you ever heard of uh, Ron Mexico? <laughs> Ron Mexico. Yeah, it's very good. So there was an informant then who infiltrated uh, this these guys' ring of dogfighting and gave up a lot of information. Hello, fellow dogfighters. Well, it's funny because this informant was actually in jail for do it for dogfighting. And this is what he did to get out of prison was to snitch on other people doing dogfighting rings. Right. right. And he talked to the informant, had a lot of information, which he gave me. He talked about the uh, dogfighting activities on Vic's uh, residence. He talked about how the dogs were executed, the dogs that did not fight. They called it rolling, where they tested the dogs for how vicious they were. And if they didn't fight, then they would kill them. They were hung, they were drowned, and they were slammed to death. All right, so if they didn't fight well, they would hang them or drown them or slam them to death. By the way, Michael Vick is still on television. I don't know if you know that, but he's he does uh, he's like an analyst. He's, oh, for the uh, Westminster Kettle Club? <laughs> no, not, no, I don't think that's one of those. Is he one of the judges? For the NFL. Is he the one like looking at the dog's teeth on Thanksgiving? Oh, God. And then they talk about... Because the informant told him where they were burying the dogs, they went and dug them up on the property. Dug at the areas that the informant told us, and we uncovered the dogs. I remember one of the first ones when you would see the face of a dog looking at you, and his eyes were wide open and almost looked like it was just, you know, staring right at you. Pretty brutal that they would just murder these dogs that didn't want to fly. And then bury them nicely. Yeah, what a terrible a guy. Now, of course, when this all came out, Michael Vick, star quarterback for the uh, Atlanta Falcons, is not going to go down. Police investigating allegations of drugs found evidence of dog fighting in a Virginia home owned by Michael Vick. 
The Atlanta Falcon quarterback says he did have a kennel operation, but denied any involvement or knowledge of a dogfighting ring at his house. Yeah, how would he possibly know that? The cops like, the, where did all these tiny boxing gloves come from, Mr. <laughs> Vic? <laughs> you obviously ordered them from Amazon. We have your name on the package. Now, Vic was going to try to just say he had no involvement, no clue about what was going on. Unfortunately, his cousin, Tony Taylor, testified against him in court. He was kicked out. He found all the stuff outside the gate. Uh, one night he came back and he was no longer part of the Bad News Kennel operation. We approached Tony Taylor. He uh, agreed to cooperate with us on uh, the dog fighting case. Uh, and he brought a picture of uh, all four of them at a dog fight in, uh, I believe it was North Carolina. So this guy got kicked out of the club. And he's like, fine, I'll just snitch on everybody now. That guy's a real Craig Knox. Yeah, right? So this is Vic admitting to what he did. When the case came to a guilty verdict, there was a uh, statement of facts of uh, what occurred. And uh, Mr. Vic signed uh, that that's actually what happened. And that was part of the statement of facts. That means that he took part in killing the six to eight dogs by hanging, drowning, and the slamming to death. So Vic admitted that he killed six to eight dogs by hanging, drowning, and slamming them to death. And Vinny, you have dogs. I have three Could wonderful you dogs. Imagine harming your own dogs. Imagine, yes, doing. <laughs> dogs want to please their master. Now you're putting this dog in this position where it's going to be physically harmed, routinely, and psychologically scarred, all because it's trying to please you. You're taking advantage of that and abusing it, mm -hmm. like a kid, right? Like a child. I think that people equate what he did with child abuse. Do you think people equate what he did with child abuse? Mitty, why not? For my sake Some of my argument, do. yes. A lot of uh, women in relationships with each other do, yes. <laughs> a lot of dog mommies out there would agree that yes. this is certainly child the dog abuse. moms, they're just drinking their wine going, I can't believe it. So Michael Vick, in the middle of his NFL career, was convicted. Vic stood without emotion as the federal judge handed down a 23-month prison sentence, followed by three years probation for his role in a dogfighting operation. What's crazy to me, Vinny, because we lived through this, you remember all of this news when it came out, is that Michael Vick was allowed back into the league and played for three more teams after that. The Philadelphia Eagles, yep. the Jets, and the Steelers. Steelers. Yes, yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, 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 Look yeah. at you. Keep it up on this stuff. He didn't have a lot of action. He was mostly a backup. Uh, he did play in Philly quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, he was actually pretty good. I had him as my fantasy quarterback like two years in a row. He did make a, he, he did make a pro. <laughs> yeah, good job, Vinny. Now we know who the creep is. Now we know exactly who the creep I is. I forgot about that. I absolutely did. I can't believe this guy was allowed back in the league and fans are cheering for him. This guy's a fucking asshole. Well, have you met Eagles fans? What are you, <laughs> That's what a good point. What are you point. talking about? That's a good point. Yeah, Bobcat, we're looking at you. Fuck those dogs. Um, all right, last Go clip Eagles. I have. Now, Piers Morgan interviewed Michael Vick. Oh, I'm sure that's great. And uh, asked the question that we'd all like to know because Vick wrote a book about this and talks about what a dog lover he is. You know, I played the clip earlier saying that. So Piers had a pretty good question here. You see, people will they'll read the book and they'll see you claiming you're a dog lover. And they'll say, how can you be a dog lover when you killed a lot of dogs because they were too weak to fight, when you enjoyed and made money from dogs fighting? 
How can you be both? How can you be a dog lover that enjoys doing that too? I know it may seem contradictory, but, you know, that's just the person that I was. Oh, well, that clears it up. There you go. That makes sense. I mean, it would have been better if you had just said, I like them when they win. <laughs> yeah, right. I love I it when I they win. I choose favorites, all right? I'm guilty of choosing favorites. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. The only thing I'm guilty of is having a heart too big. <laughs> so I guess if you are worried about uh, dogs being pleasured sexually and uh, getting pleasured. off. Then you, should be vote given for, STDs. then you should vote for Vinny. But if you're more concerned about dogs being tortured and beaten to death and forced to fight each other, then you should vote for Carl. At We're back on thecreepoff.com for voting, right? No, we're not. No? Oh. It's all fucked up again. All right. Patreon. We're, so here's the deal. We're going to be at Patreon. This is the last week we're going to be on Patreon. I'm moving the website to a different server. Okay. Um, I'm just waiting to hear back from the web guy who's doing it for me. And odds are it might be done today or tomorrow, but I'm just going to put the voting at Patreon this week just in case okay are we hosting that website in syracuse or something what's going on no what's uh, the problem no i somebody else i know owns the server yeah. and just like offered us the space which was very nice of them but uh at this point time to go all right sounds good so that's it man the creepiest east virginian well i think i came up with the name of this episode already yeah what's virginia that virginia is for puppy lovers i get it there it is all right, Carl, are you ready for uh, some voicemails? Not yet. Hold on. Okay. okay, yep. Now I am. Okay, great. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. Syracuse was purchased from the Native Americans for three smallpox blankets and a disabled horse. <laughs> a deal historians now call the fairest trade ever done. See you <laughs> in Syracuse. Nice. Uh, I like how we recorded it into a toilet bowl, but you know, it's hey. pretty good. It's a good joke. Not bad. Good job, McBride. Ladies and gentlemen, let's start off with some voicemails. Here we go. Hey, Carl Ming. I'm only like a little over halfway through the archives, but I just want to say I'm also from New York and I'm like 15 years younger than you guys. Calling the kids that went to BOCES retarded, I want to let you know when I was in high school was still alive and well. Yes. Fuck good. those retards. <laughs> good. Call back. I like it. That was a productive update. That was. I have a uh, voicemail for us as well, Vinny. Someone a little disappointed in your show prep from last week. So creep off message here. Hey, Carl. I, like you, was disappointed that Vinny did not bring a clip of, the, of Chuck Berry farting in the hooker's face mm -hmm. uh, for last week's creep off. But I, being a loyal Jerome Mike fan, uh, believe that I can accurately depict it over the phone. I'm using just my mouth for this. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. This is what you missed. Bow! You can smell my fart. I think I got it. Nailed it. Uh, okay. No. Well, see. see ya. See I, I agree. I totally did fuck up because I didn't have the tape, and I honestly... When I found out the tape existed, I was at the club and I really didn't want to Google that. Here. <laughs> you want to lose your job over that? Yeah. So what I so a bunch of people said it to me, and uh, Carl, I happen to have a clip ready right here for you. Let's do it. Now here's the thing, folks. Those of you who are watching us live on YouTube are not going to be able to see this. Only Carl will. Okay. Carl, I think you will enjoy. Here we go, pal. There is Chuck Berry. <laughs> How would you describe his current state here? 
Uh, it depends on. It looks like he's laying on his back with his legs up. Like yep. And this eagle. woman has his uh, fucking father of rock and roll's cock in her mouth. Yep. And here we go. Give my ass a little kiss. My ass a little kiss. Oh god. She's going down on his asshole. Yep. <laughs> she jumps back. So far. It's the best part is the reaction. She looks like fucking Kramer. Like just walking to Jerry's right. house. Here's a here's a, a hooker who's licking an asshole who's like, that's too far, sir. How dare you? You've gone sir. too far with that one. No, she just went right back to tugging his balls. She yep. was a she was a trooper that she's one. She's a pro. Yep, she's a pro. She earned her money. All right. You're so, in, you're in your victory there, Vinny. Yep, yep. So just so anybody knows, I didn't want to rip you off. I want to make sure you all got to hear Chuck. Barry farting in a hooker's face. All right. I'm a good guy like that. All right. Back to the voice. Carl. How about them bills? Everybody thought they were going to win. At least where I live. Uh, yeah, fuck the bills. Also, if any of you big fat piece of shit, the website, I thought you said it was going to work this week. Well, it ain't fucking working. It's still on who fucking celebrated Christmas better. So figure your fucking shit out. Also, Carl, you crooked tooth motherfucker. Ha, ha, ha. Hoo, 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 hoo. The bills suck. Bye. Can we both agree that this guy wins least likable caller of the day? Yeah, I was going to say, like, he's not making any friends. Yeah, with this, this guy. With this call. Yeah, we both dislike you, sir. I also don't like that th that was like a Bill's sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to come back around to that again? All right, we get it. Like, people left me messages like, God damn it, you fucking piece of shit, son of a bitch, the website you said it would work. And I'm going, man, we do shows about people who, like, throw kids against fucking walls to watch them splat, and yeah. I'm the fucking asshole because the server doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty amazing. And I'm the asshole because I'm laughing at those kids who are splatting against the wall. What the I fuck? mean, what the fuck is wrong with these What's wrong people? wrong with these people? Fucking entertainment. Come on. <laughs> Can't win. We're entertainers. Any more voicemails, Carl? Uh, no, that's all I got, buddy. All right, we're moving on. You want uh, to head to a scum parade? Or I do, but I want to make one announcement okay, before great. we go. Next week, I will be jumping into Lake Ontario. Oh, that's right. The Polar Plunge. Yes, it is coming up this upcoming week. When is that? Because I got to get down there to film it. I don't remember if it's Thursday or Monday. Okay. I have to go back and look. And I'm sorry, I just remembered this. I want to thank our pal Chrissy. She made a very generous donation. The money went to the Special Olympics. Oh, thanks, Chrissy. And uh, that was very sweet of her. So thank you. Nice. And thank you to everybody else who donated. I believe it was Andy and Greg. A couple people threw some money in there. And uh, I made the goal. So I will be jumping into the lake. I have my outfit picked out. I'm ready to go. God, is it, do you know what the temperature is supposed to be? We don't know what day it it's is. It's going to be fucking... It's, we've had some really cold it's days. It's like nine degrees outside today. Yeah, well, today's warmer, but it, like yesterday was below zero. I would, oh, I would love if it was one of those days. It'd be so amazing. So Dr. Steve and I chatted a little bit. Uh, I texted him to get some... Uh, it's February 6th, so I think it's Sunday. Alex just posted it. Would be Sunday, yeah, okay. Okay. So uh, there's no football Sunday, right? Just a Pro Bowl. Yeah, who gives a fuck about that? Well, Watch I bet, me jump I bet the over. You bet the over on the Pro Bowl every year. It's free money. That's a good idea. Yeah, it is. That's some good advice. <laughs> it really is. There's no defense taking place at the Pro Bowl game. What a good call, actually. Yeah. So Sunday, I will be jumping into the fucking lake. Carl, I hope you get to uh, come and watch. I will be there with my, uh, my phone. I uh, talked to Dr. Steve. He gave me some advice. I will be wearing my Crocs. Okay. 
I'm gonna wear my Crocs into the lake. Okay. Just just for safety, because I don't want my feet to get the hypothermia. Well, Crocs aren't gonna stop that from happening. Well, yeah, when you come out of the cold water and walk in snow and shit, that yeah. could cause the frostbite and shit to come in. Gotcha. So like gotcha. he gave me some good tips, and uh, I gotta tell you, I am really not looking forward to it. Like I walked outside earlier today and just thought about it for 30 seconds and wished I was dead. Stunt boy Vinny starting his stunt boy career. Maybe one day you'll be the WATP stunt boy. Maybe that's like your career trajectory. Oh, if only. <laughs> oh, if only I could reach those heights. All right, I'm going to start the scum parade. All right. Driving children of Lippopedos, diddling. Bag murderers, rape the sewer, rape the deray. should use that more often that it, is the best it one. really is quite wonderful so ladies and gentlemen i added an extra story in this week because they're a lot of fun mickey joe polk an alabama man's trial was scheduled to start monday but it was continued until february 28th now according to court documents polk faces charges for possession of a wild animal mm. stolen property possession of a weapon by a felon, and he was arrested in June of 2019. Now, he's 39 years old, and he will face other charges later. According to court records, he was, direct, he was arrested December 23rd, 2021, on charges of chemical endangerment of a child and trafficking methamphetamine. Oh, okay, he's a meth guy. As well as some other drugs and weapons charges. Now, according to documents, Polk was indicted back in June of the Chemical Endangerment uh, Act uh, when a drug bus in Athens, Georgia, turned up meth ammunition body armor. Also found was a caged squirrel. Now, before authorities acted on a search warrant, they were warned about this fucking squirrel. Yeah. They said, if he's got the squirrel, be careful. This <laughs> is his guard dog, his guard squirrel. He kept the squirrel hopped up on meth so it would be extra aggressive. Now, so I think this is tactically fucking brilliant. I agree with that. Yes. Now, I, here's my question for you. He's fucking the squirrel too, right? No. He's probably having sex with the squirrel He's too. He's treating this squirrel better than Michael Vick treated the dogs. I don't know about that. I think we could find this squirrel. You just got to find a squirrel with a pink sock hanging out underneath its tail. They do love nuts. Could you imagine being a cop and going in to do a drug bust and then the door just slams and then you just hear... <laughs> and then you look down and there's just like a fucking that squirrel just biting you in the neck. Terrifying. And then jump into the next guy and biting him in the neck. It's just like it bouncing off everybody. Bullets are spreading everywhere. And it's just the cops fucking shooting. <laughs> and the squirrel <laughs> jumping out of all. I think you're onto something. This here. guy's fucking brilliant. This this could be a movie. I think you're onto something. The uh the meth head squirrel. Now they released the squirrel into the woods, yeah. they said, without incident. But when uh, this guy, Paul, got out of jail, he released a video the day after the bust with the squirrel. Oh, he was reunited. Which he claims was the same squirrel that the deputies released. Because he saw and the he, pink sock. And he also said he denied that he fed the squirrel meth. But why the fuck else would the squirrel come back? Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like this guy's a dynamite <laughs> personality. He's like, hey, man, listen, I, I'll bite the cops again. You just got to give some more shit. Yep.
That's fucking exactly what happened here. So that's a crazy story. Uh, we'll find out what happens at a later date. Uh, Carl, I asked you a question in the email about this next story. Yes. I want to know if you think this woman is the best mom or the worst mm, mom. I have some thoughts on that. Carrie Kavieska, 36, was arrested Saturday at reckless endangerment and risk of injury charges in connection with her three-day trip to the Sunshine State of Florida last November. Kavieska is free on a $5,000 bond. And police began investigating her after her ex-husband reported that she had left their children, ages 9 and 11, alone in their house as she went to Florida for three days okay. with their new boyfriend. Now, she's a primary school teacher. Yes. She's can, a middle school teacher. Can we all stop praising teachers now and talk about how underpaid they Who are? praises teachers? I fucking hated them since day one. Yeah, exactly. If you're Thank a fucking you. teacher, suck my dick. I am tired of this thing. Like, oh, the teachers, they do so much. They're underpaid. No. Math a lot teacher, of them are assholes. How's my ass taste, math teacher? Fuck you. <laughs> she's got full custody of these kids. Yeah. The spouse provided the cops with a series of text messages that she exchanged with the children when they were out of town. Things such as, I told you to stay in the basement, <laughs> who advised the children to avoid the upstairs of the residence and just stay downstairs. One child asked, are we going to school? No, right? Kaviska <laughs> replied, no. On a Sunday evening, when one of the children asked, what are we going to have for dinner? Kaviska answered, just eat candy. Yes. Just have some candy. Just eat candy. So here's my answer to your question. Coolest mom or worst mom ever? Totally depends on what type of candy they had in the house. Fucking Reese's peanut butter candy corn. Reese's peanut butter cups, greatest mom ever. Smarties, worst mom ever. Wouldn't you agree? A thousand percent. That's, that's really what it comes You're down to. You're talking about Reese's. That's like my second favorite to pizza. I've, have you ever tried it on pizza? Should we go do that right now? Should we get out of here? All right. See you guys. <laughs> Reese's pizza butter cups. I think we're onto something. I think we are too. So th she was very concerned about these children going upstairs. The one kid asked if he could go upstairs to pee. She said, "Yeah, but hurry up." She's like, "Yeah, uh, turn no lights." She told him. Yeah. So this is my question for you, Vinny. Does she not own curtains? Why is it so difficult to not be seen in your own house? Yeah, she just doesn't want anybody going. Well, the kids are there, and she's gone. Yeah, but she's worried she's going to get blown in. Keep the curtains closed. No one will see the kids that are there. And the only person who was there watching them was their dog, which yes. I do not know if it was molested or not. They did keep <laughs> the dog, which leads me to believe that the kids had to take the dog out, right? Who knows? Who knows? That dog might have been pissing and shitting in, in the candy pile. Oh, man. Don't say that. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't say that. Her defense is, her defense of the whole thing is that she did order Uber Eats for them several times. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. You fed your children. Good. <laughs> All right. She's in trouble for that. So worst mom, if she left some shit candy, best mom, if she left good candy. Correct. I could get behind that. All right. We're going to Port Charlotte, Florida. A Punta Gorda man is facing a charge after deputies said he showed a picture of his penis to a young girl at a Walmart. Hmm. Okay. This sounds like something familiar. This is actually a new take on an old favorite. Okay. This is like a cover. <laughs> <laughs> the victim told deputies she was waiting in the electronic section of the store, waiting for her mother who was in the restroom when the man approached her. According to the sheriff's office, the man later identified as 25-year-old Jonathan Thacker, allegedly placed his phone on a shelf near the girl with a photo of his genitals clearly visible. The victim stepped away from Thacker and tried to call her mother when the 25-year-old picked up his phone and pointed the screen towards her while <laughs> pretending to look at a television. See, I, I want to point something out here, Benny. He's oh. just going... All of this. Look at the other way. Just like waving it in her face. All of this would be fine 
if only his buddy was there filming him doing this. Then I'm totally cool with all of this behavior. There's no podcast involved. There's right. no wheel. If they're not uploading this for people to enjoy, then, then I don't think it's right. So... That should be a consequence. Show a photo of your of your dick to girls at Walmart. I don't think that should be a consequence. Okay, actually, I'm going to take that one back. It's a bad consequence. The girl then walked away from Thacker and told her mother what happened. The suspect casually walked out of the store after the incident. Deputies said investigators used surveillance footage to identify the 25-year-old. Thacker is facing a charge for knowingly showing obscene images to a minor. Deputies said he has a prior arrest for lewd exposure of sexual organs and was a suspect in two other cases. So this is a guy who clearly is trying to sovereign citizen this and like some type of technicality. I didn't show her my dick. She saw a picture of my dick, your honor. Mm-hmm. That's what he's going for here. The same kick, the same thrill of showing his dick to someone, but with just a little bit of plausible deniability. Throw it in. It's weird that you would uh, see that as a thrill. So for this I must, guy, why else was he doing I it? I must be a weirdo, dude. I do not have a single photo of my dick on my phone. Is that weird? Is that God, odd? They're all my, on Jenny's. It's horrible. Am I the oddball on this? Of course not. Nobody. Well, I guess I can't say nobody. <laughs> I feel like everybody's got photos of their dick all over their phone. I don't understand it. There's a guy I know. There's a comic I know. Uh, He's got a real fucking problem with this. Oh, really? He's got a real fucking problem with this. I'm not going to say a name. Yeah, no, no. Tell me about the problem, though. Okay, the problem is he films, like, fucking everything. Uh-huh. And this guy fucks constantly. He's on every dating app. And he's a big, jacked, relatively good-looking man. Okay. And he So it's not dates, like Dambra. It's not Dambra. But he dates younger girls. Uh-huh. And, Sky uh, Sands. Not, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 okay. no. But uh, he, I've done road trips for him. Where he'll be like, hey, look at this. And he'll just show me like a video. And it looks like something like there's a 20-year-old girl with his fucking dick in, his, in her mouth. He's like, hey, check it out. And I'm like, I don't want to see this. He's like, but look at her. Isn't she gorgeous? I'm like, I can't not. I don't. Wait, but, keep doing the impression of him. He's Norm MacDonald, everybody. <laughs> I know, I'm trying to figure it out. Hey, uh, you want to uh, look at my uh, uh, sexual conquest? We should, we should say who actually this is. No. It's Lenny Dykstra. It was Lenny Dykstra. Lenny Dykstra. Likes to videotape himself fucking underage so girls. Here was the worst one. And then showing it to people. Here was the worst instance of this, Carl. Yeah. I shit you not. We had a three-hour car ride. Him and I were on a show together. Mm-hmm. He's driving. He's got one of those uh, cell phone uh, dash mounts. Okay. Dude puts his phone up on it. And the entire time, he's like texting girls on dating apps. Okay. He's sending dick pics. And then, for good measure, he's just turning on the porn that he filmed of himself. What? And he's, he's watching, watching his own porn while with you he's in the driving. car. That guy's a creep. Correct. Should he be featured on our show? Yes. <laughs> okay. Good. Hold on. I'm going to come over there. I'm going to tell you who it is. Yeah, can't please. Tell anybody. Okay. Okay. I want to hear about this, and I promise nothing. Nothing will pick it up. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Dude, it's bad. And it's like a joke. Like, all of us are like, hey, you see the dick? Yeah, who hasn't? Is he showing you his phone? You just said his name. Who? <laughs> you, you turned up my microphone and then went over there and just yelled his name into yours. That's not, that's not who it is. Okay. <laughs> that was funny. You said, you said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> who, me? Hey, by the way, speaking of consequences, 
Yeah. Uh, I was on with uh, Dick Masterson doing a uh, Dick crossover. And, uh, you he know, never w- he never writes. WATP Dick Show crossover. And he came up with a consequence for us we could potentially do. All right. We learned that there's these thing called uh, Spanko parties where adult, adults go and uh, spank each other. <laughs> and, and these go on for days at like conventions. So he thought we should have to go to a spank. Do we party. have to go be spanked, or do we have to go spank other people? You can just watch if you want to. I don't but, want to. <laughs> but I mean, if you want to participate. So personally, I'm a top. So I, I would be. Uh, I'd be the one spanking, not being uh-huh. spanked. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. it's up uh-huh. to you what you want to do. I, I don't know. I don't want to spank other people. <laughs> I think that's weird. And I definitely don't want to be spanked by other people. Would you want to be spanked by a guy or a girl? I've been spanked by a man many times. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know last week was rough for you. I know. I went to like a private Christian school, dude. They had a paddle. Yeah. The principal would fucking up until seventh grade was whacking guys on the ass. Yeah. And apparently what happens is because these people on the show were talking about why they got into spanking is that that fucks up some people's brains. And then they that's the only way they can get off is by getting spanked by men after that happens. So not a good thing. Thank God I don't have that problem. I have a lot of problems. Cholesterol, get <laughs> yeah. all sorts of problems. Thank God that's not on the fucking Blood list. pressure. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. my God. I guess I dodged a bullet. <laughs> Whatever pre-diabetes is called. I think that's it. Pre-diabetes. <laughs> all right, Carl. Yeah. I have a story here that is guaranteed to upset you. Okay, let's do it. You read this one, yeah? Yep. 26-year-old transgender woman who pled guilty to sexually assaulting a 10-year-old girl. I tr- Let me read that again. Yep. I want to make sure process everyone... Process this. Yes, process this. Important line. Yep. A 26-year-old transgender woman who pled guilty to sexual assaulting a 10-year-old girl will be moved to a youth treatment center despite prosecutors' efforts to keep her in the Los Angeles County Jail. Now, when you, you keep saying her, but she does have a penis still, right? L.A. County prosecutors said Hannah Tubbs who identifies as a female, also would not have to register as a sex offender once she finishes her two-year sentence. It'll be great. She'll be 28 years old when she gets out of her youth detainment. Yes. So I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, this would make a hilarious sitcom, this premise. And I say that we get Rob Snyder to play Hannah. So Rob Snyder's got the wig on, and the, the fun comes in. Is that a school bus? Yeah, the, the fun comes wacky. in when he's constantly getting caught with his hands down the pants of 10-year-old girls that he's staying with in the, the correctional facility. I like it. Yeah, so it's like, you know, instead of like you're like at the cookie jar, and you're like, oh, oh, you got me. Instead, he's like got his hand down like a girl's pants. And he's like, oh, oh, and then, you know, the, everyone cracks up laughing because he makes that face. So Tugs. <laughs> Yeah, it's does. funny. It's H- funny. Hannah Tubbs, yep. She busted for molesting a 10-year-old when she was 17. Yep. She's going to be sent to the kids' lockup after the district attorney, George Gaskin, declined to file a motion to move the case out of juvenile court, where it was filed because of Tubbs' age at the time of the offense. Makes sense. California's really got their shit together, don't they? <sighs> They ruled Thursday that Tubbs will be moved to the youth treatment center immediately where she will be kept with juvenile female prisoners. I love it. See, that's what I'm talking about. What What isn't funny about this? It writes itself. I'll have a spec script next week. The de- 
<laughs> Rob Schneider. And can we get uh, Hannah Gadsby would be good at this. Can we actually get Hannah Gadsby to be like a cellmate? Oh, yeah. Well, just, if we we got to get like a 10-year-old, though. That's that's what makes it funny. Can we get like Will Ferrell to play the 10-year-old <laughs> or just something really wacky? Yes. Okay. So you have a violent sexual predator sentenced to two years at a juvenile facility, said Deputy District Attorney Shea Sana after the hearing. It doesn't change the fact that the public is safer, but we just prefer tubs to be with other adults and not prey on others. All right, first off. They're trying to, like, cover for their boss who didn't fill out the fucking paper. They're like, yeah, you know, it's we get it, but, you know, whatever. First off, they're saying that the, this person's violent. It's a dude who puts on a wig and shoves his hand down the pants of children. Yes. All right, let's not get uh, let's not get crazy here. Judge Mario Barrera, love his pasta sauce, reiterated several times that he was limited to sentencing tubs to two years because the L.A. County District Attorney's Office did not file a request to transfer the case to adult court. So the judge is even fucking like yelling at the prosecutors, "You fucking idiots! What don't you fucking understand?" The victim, who's now 18, no longer lives in California, and in a statement she provided to the court, said the young woman said she continues to live in fear, uh, thinking that this person's going to get out and come find her. See, that's silly. Yeah, but you never know. It's traumatic having someone stick to your hands. She's not 10 hands. anymore. You're not her type. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Uh, there was evidence presented at the juvenile proceedings which showed that Tubbs sexually assaulted two other young girls in different incidents in the past. The child victims will suffer lifelong trauma, they said. Tubbs also has prior violent convictions and conduct as an adult. Who's that old guy over there? Aunt Paulina, Aunt Paulina. Who's that? Instead of Uncle Paul. Who's, oh, Aunt Paulina, Aunt <laughs> Paulina. Yeah, I was very confused because my last name is very similar. Sorry, I was yeah. like, what is the joke here? Should have said Paula, I guess. Either way. Who's that old guy over there? Aunt Paula, Aunt Paula. I actually have uh, audio of Hannah Tubbs' first day. In the uh, juvenile detention oh, cool. center. Yeah. Hey, kids. <laughs> That's her. <laughs> That's her. Oh, boy. Yeah, the judge was like, That's a dilly of a pickle. Guess we're going to have to send her with the kids. So that's where she will be for the next two years. There's nothing they can do about it. I love it. LA. I love it. <laughs> you, guys are crushing, you guys are crushing it over there. Nice work. I've heard of a soul sucking job. Yeah. Yeah. But have you ever heard of a life-sucking job yes yeah well i have a father who squeezed his son to death for crying because he worked a 5 a.m shift at a mcdonald's will avoid homicide charges in a favorable plea deal jeffrey blake hutchinson Good. 24 pled guilty to felony, felony counts of aggravated assault and child endangerment hutchinson reportedly squeezed taryn jace hutchinson at the family home in august and september 2019 in a violent, misguided attempt to cease the babies crying. <laughs> misguided, yeah. Um, hitting and torturing babies, does that stop them from crying? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, because he had to get some sleep for his early shift at McDonald's. The child died at Berwick Hospital the morning of September 28th. During the question, Hutchinson told troops he suffers from, quote, rage blackouts, and that he squeezed the baby on several occasions when he couldn't sleep. As a guy who also suffers from blackouts, I can promise you I'm never uh, murdering babies during them. Yeah, Carl. But I have to say this, though, Vinny. What's more important at the time when this baby was killed? What's more important? Is the baby a productive member of society? No. Are Egg McMuffins delicious? Yes. yes. 
Egg McMuffins, I would say Trump babies at the time that this Public went down. service. I mean, in my opinion, yes. Honestly, if I'm in that drive through line and it's going to take me an extra seven or eight minutes because this guy didn't get to work on time, that baby's got to go. Yeah. I actually have horrible, horrible audio of uh, them interviewing the baby after the attack. <laughs> okay. Where, where? My daddy, my daddy, where? Oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. So Hutchinson described the maneuver as a bear hug that he, quote, used too much force. Mm. All this because he told police he worked at 5 a.m. Hutchinson has remained jailed at the Luzerne County Correctional Facility since the incident. The terms of the plea deal include a stipulation that the authorities will not prosecute Hutchinson any further for the offense. So he's getting a maximum penalty of 20 years in state prison. I used to work in restaurants as a, uh, a cook. And God. you know what shift I never did? Breakfast. You're not getting paid enough money to make it worth your while to go to work at 5 a.m. Fuck Never, that. ever. Did you ever work in fast food? Uh, no. Yeah, me neither. Thank God. No. If I, if I ever worked at one of those places, there was no way I'd ever eat at a fast food restaurant ever again. Yeah. I don't want to know what's going on back yeah, there. Yeah, we probably wouldn't be doing the show together. You probably would have already been arrested. <laughs> tried to convict him for whatever the fuck you would get into. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is this week's show. Uh, that is the scum parade for this week. And, Carl, we agreed we're going to do a scum stream later this week. Yes, we're going to do another bonus show because right. there's so much scumetry going on out there in the world. And uh, here's what we're going to do on this scum stream. I have been working out the uh, the prerequisites. <laughs> Wait a second. You say I've been working out? Can somebody, <laughs> can somebody ice on that? <laughs> yeah, I Let's didn't see mean, that dick. I didn't mean that. All right. No, go ahead. Uh, I've been working out the... Uh, Basically, how we're going to set up the listener challenge. So, if you are a patron, make sure you tune into the next Scum Stream because we're going to explain how you can challenge Carl or I to a round of the creep off. Yes. So, check that out. And uh, we will be back with the brand new episode. I hope Tucker Dixon doesn't win because he will beat us. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. We're at 438 patrons. We got to get to 500 before the first. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Voting's at patreon.com backslash the creep off. Good gear. Also, Stuttering John song parody contest for Who Are These Podcasts. This guy deserves a smack upside the head. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> I have to eat. Fucking sick of I have to eat. I need my energy. Is this guy a freaking moron or what? Here, Garden, come on. Matthew Lewinsky, thanks for the five bucks. Red Rocket, Red Rocket. Red Rocket, Red Rocket. Come on. Come on, dog, Red Rocket. Uh -huh.